Well, welcome back to EGX 2017 over at the Twitch stage. Aren't you lucky to have two people that couldn't work a hairbrush with you today and uh, <laughs> the rest? So we're the uh, Senshudo 6 out of 10 Not Bad podcast. You may or may not have seen us before. We're here to talk to you about some of the more interesting bits and pieces that we found on the show floor this year, mainly across in the indie section because, um, well, that's just where we tend to loiter, if we're being perfectly honest. But I should probably introduce us, uh, me as the clearly most important, or self-important, if nothing else. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I am Sam from Senshudo. Uh, I loiter around on Twitch. I've been there for far too long. But more importantly than me, don't worry about me, my wonderful, wonderful co-host, Pip slash Tiny Pixels, introduce yourself for the wonderful people. Yeah, uh, my name is Tiny Pixels. Uh, everybody just calls me Pip. Um, we host the podcast together every Saturday, usually, um, and we talk about indie games because it's important that they get a little bit of love. I think there are some really amazing games here every single year, and it's always important that you know we show them a little bit of love. And we've dug out what we think are some of the best ones on stage. Um, certainly shiniest. Yes, so certainly some of the shiniest. Um, so we're going to do a little talk about them. We've also got with us two wonderful developers um, who are showcasing on the show floor this year. I'll, I'll start with you. This, this is Tim, um, and you're making Mega Aquarium, right? That's right, yeah. My name's Tim Wicksteed. I run a studio called Twice Circled, and I'm making Mega Aquarium. You can see it <laughs> on my t-shirt. Part man, part billboard. Yep. Yeah, exactly, of course. <laughs> and yeah, I'm showing it here at EGX, uh, which is awesome. So anybody who is here can come and play it right now. Um, and yeah, it's a game all about running your own public aquarium. Neat. All right, well, we'll have a little chat about that uh -huh. in a bit. Uh, and then we've also got Perfect Candidate uh, yeah. over um, on the side there. Oliver, introduce yourself. What, yeah. what is it that you're all about? I'm Oliver, age 24. I work at Bossa Studios. He did Surgeon Simulator, I Am Bread games like that, and I'm here with Perfect Date, which is sort of my, my first game, which Bossa is also producing, and it's a game where you date cats. What more could you want? Exactly. <laughs> so, I suppose without further ado, we should probably get into some of the shiny things that we have seen on the show floor. It would make sense, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, so we'll start with Dandara. Um, and hopefully, we've got some, uh, some gameplays and some trailers and things that, that you guys can have a look at. Uh, Dandara is a Switch game that I'm actually super excited for. The speedrunner in me is mm -hmm. super excited for this. So this is a, uh, it's a Metroidvania game based on pretty much bouncing around the walls. Yeah. There's no kind of linear movement in it. It's all kind of grappling at, at instant speed. This, this is going to be wonderful. This is just so pretty. Look at it. Like the, it's the, the kind of the, the lower res graphics, but there's just so much character that's been put into it. Like, you'd see the last with the really big feet that's just dead, like, just menacingly waiting to be talked to. Like, yeah, I, do, I don't even know why they're there, but I'm already slightly trepid, uh, yeah. like, terrified. There's a lot of character here, and you can see it, especially in things like some of the boss fights. Some of the boss fights are really, really kind of, um, they feel retro, but the mechanics feel so fresh because there's no linear movement. And again, speedrunning this is going to be amazing. We're going to see some gorgeous, gorgeous gameplay out of this. Um, and it's done by our friends over at Raw Fury. It's being published by Raw Fury, and everything that comes out of there is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and uh, the fact that it's on the Switch as well, I feel that this is just, it lends itself so well to it, because I think it's got that, can't quite put it down, so thankfully I can take it on the bus element. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you just can't you know, get away from it at any point in time. You're just going to be playing it from start to finish, more or less in one sitting, uh, thankfully, you know, charging 
packs. Yep. Work. yep. Um, <laughs> I mean, are you guys Metroidvania fans at all? Uh, I play a lot of platformers, so it really is all my free as well. And pixel art, I love, so I'm sold straight away. Yeah. It's gorgeous looking, right? It looks awesome. Yeah. And, and Tim, have you, have you dabbled? Um, yeah, you know, not for a little while, actually. Maybe this is the opportunity to get back into the genre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, along with the, the, the new Metroid that's just come out, and there's one coming right? out. And um, we've had a spate of really, really good Metroidvania right. games recently. We had Hollow Knight and things like that, so... Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, um, it's going to be one I'm going to be keeping an eye on. As far as I'm aware, it's just coming soon at the moment. Yeah. So we're... we're, we're so it's one to, TM. Yeah, it's TM, one to keep yeah, an eye on. Traditional one, right? You know, like, yeah. Uh, any, any time between now and forever. But, uh, I'm, sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be pretty soon. It's in alpha at the moment, like quite an early alpha. So um, something to look forward to in the future, right? Yeah, for sure. And moving on from Dandara, as pretty and jumpy and spinny as it is. Oh, we've got more pretty games to come, though. Well, yeah, absolutely. But like, we're, we're going to do some more sort of like pretty, jumpy, shooty people in the facey stuff. Yeah. Right now, yeah. <laughs> with uh, Raiders of the Broken Planets. Mm -hmm. uh, as like, I don't know why, but I keep wanting to call it like the Raiders of the Lost What's World, that? and I think there's just like, a part of me that really just wants. Uh, yeah, I keep calling it Raiders of the Broken Planet. No, Raiders of the Broken Ark. Right, okay. And then so. everybody lists all the other films that they can think of. Like, you know, <laughs> the um, Empire no, this, is, this is super pretty. And the gameplay reminds me slightly of um, Loadout, but mm -hmm. also with the gymnastic elements that we saw in things like back when Brink was good, right? Oh, I, I miss Brink. I mean, I, I, I like do deeply, bit. deeply miss Brink. Like a little bit. Uh, yeah, like, there's a, so much character in this. It almost feels like you're playing some kind of uh, comic. Uh, like the, the, all of the, the characters are like really larger than life. Uh, they've all got their own sort of special talents, uh, you know, or you know, you've got your sniper classes and so forth. A, a spread of different characters that will be available for you to play as. The interesting part about this, though, is it's out today, and if you're going, yeah, it looks quite shiny from the trailers. You can go and grab it off of uh, Steam, PS4, or Xbox One, and it's completely free for the first two uh, levels, which are like the prologue, uh, before you can pick up like individual campaigns going forward. Uh, so. I mean, there's no reason not to give it a dabble in the first instance. Right. Um, alongside that, it's single player. Uh, it's got co-op in it. Um, or you can invade other people's co-op okay. as an antagonist. You can be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not very often games allow us to be, you know, that guy. Um, <laughs> but in this, you can, uh, you can win as the antagonist by either killing all the other players um, or taking down their objective. Yeah. Oh, how strange. That's really novel. Yeah. It's really cool, right? It's kind of got a little bit of Dark Souls kind of invading, yeah. but you've actually got this objective as well. That's, mm -hmm. that's a nice little twist on it. Um, and so I guess the people playing co-op have to be thinking about defending that objective and that sort of thing. Wow, yeah. that's very cool. Yeah, it's, it's a super interesting concept. And I mean, I'm... I always get in trouble for saying this, but I'm a fan of asymmetrical gameplay. Mm -hmm. I, I actually really like it, and I wish, mm. you know, Evolve had done more. And I, you know, I, I Evolve, I, I, it really had something. It, it really, it really did have something, and then just didn't. And it's a shame. And I think it may have been more, you know, slanted towards like the excessive DLC that was available alongside yes. it that may have been part of the downfall. Whereas this is just campaign packs, and each campaign pack comes with a new set of characters that you can use across every campaign once they're available. And if you just want campaign four out of, out of the whole set and just that one, you can play that one on its own. You won't need to understand story from previous campaigns because they're all, all happening at the same, same time. time. Right? Yeah. 
So, so you, you've played this one, Sam. Is um, you've got different character classes, right? Mm-hmm. How is it play single player? Do you find that you know does it need that co-op experience for everyone to? It helps a lot. I would sure. feel like uh, the, the, is that because you're bad, Dong? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to? Like, I mean, I was trying to pretend to be like the MLG super professional gamer out here, and you've just, you've just. Sorry, sorry. You've shown me up. No, um, so there's a sniper class uh, that you actually start out in the first mission, the prologue as, and he's very difficult to use insofar as that it's a very slow shooting sniper. It's a single shot, and then you reload, and then eventually shoot the other end, and it, it makes him really difficult to to play as. So. Him in a dynamic with a bunch of other players would be fantastic, and he'd be ca- you know catching all those headshots from afar. But uh, on on the own, he's probably not a single like not that likely to be a single player character. Um, you're probably going to go with someone that's just got like a great big minigun or something mad like that instead. Uh, so yeah, like it, it's it's definitely got a cool dynamic there. I think it sounds really cool um, in terms of the uh, the replay value on that. If you've got all these different classes mm-hmm. you can play, I mean, yeah, that's a huge tick. Yeah, I love the idea that you can play the villains as well. That's yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that speaks to me on a on a very deep level that I can go into Same. somebody else's game and go. Ha. Are we just all deeply twisted individuals? Is that, are yeah, you, I, I are you the so, pure yeah. one over there, Tim? Are you going to avoid being? Yeah, you know, I um, I <laughs> have an awful good paladin over here. I have yeah. to admit that I uh, I live like connected to the internet when I played Dark Souls because <laughs> I didn't want anyone to invade me because I'm that much of a chicken. Yeah, oh. kind of embarrassing. Just said that to the internet. Yeah, people people know now. You'll be receiving tweets. <laughs> yeah. At Twice Circled on Twitter, <laughs> tell him he is a wuss. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we should we shift along a little bit? Why not? So Spoil yourself. This Go is on. one I've been waiting for for forever. Um, we yeah. need to talk about Sunless Skies. Which is Sunless Seas but not so much pond. But it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's cosmos-based eldritch horror, uh, and the only way you're going to survive it is in a tiny steam-powered train that you can put Gatling guns on. Wow. I mean, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> but like, how many times have you been caught on a commute and you sat there on the train just waiting for it to go forward? How much more exciting would it be with some Gatling guns? Always, every day. I, mean, I thought you were going to talk flat. about the Eldritch Horror on my way to London every commute, and I'm kind of going, well, I mean, that's not very fair. That's just you. Right, We've I'm discussed sorry. this. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm deeply excited for this one because um, I'm a narrative kind of girl. I, l- I love my stories. I absolutely ad- uh, adore the writing in Sunless Seas. Um, and the writing here looks so involved. You mm-hmm. look involved with every step of the story process. So I'm deeply, deeply excited for this one. I really, really am. Um, the combat's a little bit slower, but more kind of um, tactical. It's more about mm-hmm. positioning in this one as well. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot to think about. And who doesn't want Eldritch Horror in space? Who doesn't want Eldritch Horror in like their daily routine? Precisely. To be perfectly honest. Absolutely. Making your serial tentacles. I, I, this is exactly what I want in my day. Uh, the, the part that I really dig about it, though, is it's somehow the most chill experience because you're kind of just floating around and doing your thing and going, oh, there's a nice star over there. That's wonderful. But at the same time, you're like, oh, I'm going to die at any given moment. Oh, someone's gone mad on my ship. And uh, like, it's, it's really tense at the same time. And, uh, it's a really odd dynamic, but it works really well. Yeah, it keeps you on your toes for sure. It absolutely keeps you on your toes. 100%. Because you're always working towards the next objective in, in the summer seas. You're always mm-hmm. working towards your next story point. But you don't quite know what's going to be on the way there. And that's always really exciting. Much like my daily commute with Gatlinger. <laughs> uh, 
But um, this is currently available as well on Steam as yeah, this is like an early access, access right now. Yeah. Which is like the first area. I'll uh, do four, I think? Yes. Yes. Uh, with the reach, so you can jet around there to your heart's content. It's like 19 quid. Yeah, it's I'm not going to argue for 19 quid when I've got another three quarters of the game to come further down the line. Um, so, yeah, if, if that looks like your kind of thing, uh, it's already available for you to have a little play on. Yeah, for sure. Marvellous. Or on the show floor if you're here. <laughs> Even better. Uh, so, yeah, uh, moving on. Yes. Uh, we have another one, which is... Mm, I've got... I've got feelings about this. I've, I've got major feelings about this. It's the occupation, which, um, well, I, I mean, you, you, okay. l- let me g- l- allow you to gush about their previous title. So, White Paper Games made a game called Ether One. And um, Ether One was a, um, it was like a, a walking simulator narrative experience, but it had puzzles in it if you wanted to do them. Um, and I, I won't spoil it in case any of you guys are into that kind of thing, um, but the game is about dementia and it smashed my heart to smithereens over and over and over because the first time I played it I'm like okay I'll just do the narrative bit I'll ignore the puzzles and I'll walk through I found myself stopping going back to the beginning and going all right no what is going on here and I feel that this has got a very similar vibe to Mm -hmm. it in the in the way that the story is being told um, and while, again, this is one of ours that is very, very early on in development at the moment, the development logs have been really interesting because they're using their AI, they're using their environments in really creative ways to tell a story. Well, these guys the ones that were talking about turning around corners and how they yes. improved turning around corners. <laughs> and you thought, oh, what? People walk around corners all the time, but it's actually like a big change. Yeah, so um, <laughs> they were working on how, they, how their NPCs walk around cor- uh, corners. And instead of just kind of like following the line of the table exactly and then doing a turn and things like that, um, they were walking very fluidly, as if they were people. And they showed the two side by side, and it was suddenly like, oh, I'm in a... And these little changes, these tiny little changes that they're making are really making it a more involved narrative mm-hmm. experience, and I, I, I really dig that. That's, that's, a, that's a really cool thing. And it's something that you don't think about, but then now that it's kind of come up, I think, God, yeah, the amount of times like, people have just gone like 90 degree turn around a corner, yeah. and how much more kind of human it would look for them to just gradually navigate around a corner. But like, to give you an overview of the game, um, so you're a journalist, and you're looking to uncover some disturbing secrets behind the Union Act which is similar to another act that we won't go into here or another a set of circumstances in another country over a large body of water that we're not going to go into. Um, and you're kind of g- going to visit uh, a set of offices and sort of finding reasons for you to be able to go and investigate different areas to dig out some files and hack into PCs and to find out more information, to find out exactly what's going on in the country at this point in time. And it's... Um, it's got so many different ways to play through it as well, and like so many different bits of information that you could or couldn't miss. And I, I, I don't know whether it's just me, but I, I, I'm like an amateur Sherlock Holmes in my head, and I've like got a deep yearning to be smoking a pipe at all times and are wearing you, are a terrible Are you that gif with all the numbers going along the side? I am side. exactly that gif. <laughs> I am that really, gif really embodied. confused looking human being with all the little numbers along the side. Yeah, that, that's me at all times. Like, is it, what am I having for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Every time. There it was. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like stuff like that, just being able to dig through and make your own sort of decisions on what has actually occurred from the evidence, oh, it just scratches major itch for me. Like, I, I just love it. Um, so, are you guys planning on doing any sleuthing 
It looks really cool. Like the visuals of it were amazing, especially for like an indie game as well. Mm -hmm. It looks stunning, and I love narrative games and story stuff. So I was just yeah. gonna say, you're you're building a story yourself. So is yeah. this something that kind of <laughs> speaks to you? Definitely, is something that I'll definitely be playing. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I thought it looked great. I gotta say, you know, mirror Oliver quite a lot here. It looked really beautiful. Um, and uh, recently been getting a little bit into the, uh, the Sherlock Holmes board game. So, you oh. know, think of a, that's kind of level one, evolve onto <laughs> this, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I wasn't even aware there was a Sherlock Holmes board yeah, game, check it out, and so now I need fire. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if, it like if it's the one I'm thinking of, it even has its own like little newspaper for you yeah. to read. Yeah, right. yeah, there we but go. Hey, well enough plug in the Sherlock Holmes board game. <laughs> but does it have a pipe? I won't feel at home unless I've got my... It's, it's pipe not included. Um, uh, bring your own pipe, sorry. <laughs> right, fine. Uh, <laughs> what's, we're, we're graced. We're, we're yes. graced here on Absolutely. the stage with two people who we already... We, like Between me and Pip, we already decided we're going to talk about these games. Yeah. And then we thought, we're going to talk about these games to these game makers. So uh, it seemed like a good idea at the time and oh, I don't let's know. see how it plays out. Maybe a little bit fishy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit fishy. Mm. Maybe. Uh, who does the terrible segues on this show anyway? You start, <laughs> you, you're encroaching on my territory I'm so now. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm wounded. Do, do you want to make the joke instead? <laughs> it gets funnier each time you say it. So. <laughs> it does seem a little bit vicious. It's okay, you're not live, don't worry about it. It's, uh, it's not yeah. like there's like, No, this is, this is the practice run, it's all fun. Yeah, it's um, fun. And I'll wake up in a minute, it'll be fine. No. Uh, so we're talking about Mega Aquarium, which is, imagine theme park, but fish, <laughs> but also less roller coasters, maybe. A few less roller coasters. Only yeah. a couple. Zero roller coasters. Roller coasters not included, I'm sorry. Well, the game's not finished yet. We've still got time. Yeah, maybe. Feature <laughs> request. There you go. Oh, no. So anyway, this is Mega Aquarium. That's right. Yeah. Uh, where you build a public aquarium. Uh, you fill it full of fish. You fill it full of coral. And amazingness ensues, yeah. <laughs> so I played this the other day. I used to work at an aquarium, and I played this the other day, and I'm going, yeah, well, you know, building an aquarium. Uh, I had to be dragged off the computer again um, because it's so involved. There's so much in it because the right fish have to have the right coral and the right tank mates, and people have to be able to see things. Staff have to be able to get into the right kind of areas, and all the fish are real fish. Yeah, that it's was wonderful. A, a decision we had to make quite early on was whether we were going to go for made-up fish or real fish. And um, I got a little bit of um, uh, kind of feedback from my last game, where people, uh, my last game was a game called Big Pharma, all about running a pharmaceutical company. And for that, people were really keen on it being like real diseases. And so I decided to go with real fish for this, and it's totally the right decision. Now that it's public and announced and everything, yeah, I'm so sure it was the right decision because there's loads of fish nerds out there and they, they have favourite fish. And it, it's, it's so fish great. nerd out here. They can, they can find that fish. Um, and yeah, yeah, so, uh, so I, I'm really glad I made that decision. Yeah. No, it's got loads of character too. It's absolutely got loads of character. The, the little low poly people who walk around, um, there's one person who has bright pink hair um, who walks around, who wants to see particular kinds of fish, and so you go and you find those fish and you wait for that person yeah. to just walk around the corner <laughs> and go and find them. It's, it's actually wonderful. I, I, I love it. Oh, I'm um, so glad. Can I ask why, though, uh, an aquarium building simulator? 
Sure. Um, so it's, it's one of these ones that has like one of those little stories behind it. So um, I, I, after my last game, I decided I want to make another tycoon management game. So, but, you know, think about the world. You know, you could do, you know, uh, game convention tycoon. You could do like anything tycoon. So um, and, but basically, I, I was sitting in the car with my girlfriend and we were driving and she made this little joke because I was talking about trying to come up with this idea for a tycoon game. And she said, you should make it about an aquarium because she used to work in one. She used to be an actress. So those staff Ooh. members that you hire in the game, they're kind of based on her job. And uh, yeah, and I was like, that's a great idea. And I started to run through all the ideas. You know, you've got like fish that can't go together because they'll bully each other or they'll eat each other. You've got different tank conditions. And I was like ticking it off. This is all great gameplay system stuff. Um, and she was like, I was kidding. You know, she really <laughs> didn't think I was going to do this. Um, and now I've kind of roped her in to write, uh, kind of research the fish for me and to uh, write some of the, uh, the words in the game. Oh, that's really cool. Have you put her in there as a staff member, though? Not meant to ask me that, yes. <laughs> there's, oh, no. a, there's only four staff members. One of them is her. Is it the one who's really good at her job? <laughs> Max stats for everything. Yeah. It's the balanced one. The oh, one that's, that's okay. Good at lots of stuff. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> and this is playable on the show floor uh, this weekend, yeah? Yeah, that's right. So the game is still in development. It's sadly not quite available. Uh, aiming to release uh, in spring next year. But um, I love taking it to shows. I love getting feedback from people. Uh, it's, this is like, I have these kind of major milestones that I work towards these shows. Uh, and seriously, so much of the feedback I get goes straight back into the game. Uh, so yeah, I'd love to hear from people what they think if they happen to be here at EGX. Neat. Alrighty. And, and you're coming soonish, right? Like uh, quarter one, 2018? Yeah. So, spring, so spring next year is what I'm aiming for. But it's oh. not now. <laughs> it is not now. I no. am sorry. I'm yeah. deeply upset. Deeply, deeply upset. But I'll let you off. Uh, and then... We're going to round out yeah. our game selection with, I think, the perfect choice. You've done it again. Nice. <laughs> did, I, did I do it? Did I can't believe it. <laughs> you you got to be kidding me. Look, please stop. I can, I just, am, I can gonna... see the viewer number dropping in my head. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, please tell us a little bit about Perfect Date, because I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I got an email about Perfect Date, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. Because like, I liked her TOEFL boyfriend, you know, whatever. Um, you date cats. Yeah, it's basically her TOEFL boyfriend, but with cats. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's. Uh, I, I, I just feel that we can't really articulate this properly without taking a look at the trailer. So let's just have a cheeky look at the trailer yeah, and, so. and and let it speak for itself. Yeah. Do you love cats and do you love romance? The visual novels always float you, but we'll get ready to pee your pants when you see the new game that the Bay Team wrote. Cats and days, they're the sandwich, you're the filling Salivates, we're gonna fix the hunger you're feeling Wishlist is ready, so head to Steam Boss Studios is your new matchmaker Don't be the cat who never gets the cream Are you a loser or a hot potato?
That is my favourite tagline <laughs> in the entire history of ever. We're quite proud of that you've, one. You've yeah. won video games. Congratulations. <laughs> um, yeah, so a perfect date. You, you date cats. Where yes. on earth did this come from? So uh, me and my girlfriend play a lot of like visual novels and uh, kind of like narrative games. And we were trying to work out what the best game for us would be, and it would just be full of cats. So we kind of combined those things. And also, it's kind of quite inspired by Lost, the TV show, because we love that as well. So it's this, um, there's islands in Japan that are literally just full of cats, and it's based on one of those. But on this island, there's loads of little weird things that are going on. So it's kind of like a visual novel dating simulator where you also have all these like weird, uh, dark sub-storylines that are going on as well. Yeah, I think, I think that's what sold her TOEFL boyfriend for me was... Because uh, I, I wasn't sold on it, and I started to play it, and then as the story comes forward, you go, oh, hang on. <laughs> Wait. Um, and I, I, it gave me serious vibes of, of the same sort of thing where, yeah, it, it's lovely, you can date cats. It's, it's one, you go on dates with... I went on a date with Fluffy Butt the cat. <laughs> um, and you were wrong for it because Kibbles is a superior cat. Nice. We've, we've been fighting about these cats for the, for the last few days. It's horrendous. Did, did your cat bring you anime? N- n- no, he, we, we ate liver. We had a picnic. Ah, well. Did you eat the liver or did you not eat the liver? So I went to eat the liver and it got stuck in my throat, so I coughed it into my hand and went, it, it's been lovely. I should, I should not eat before I come out next time. Okay, bye. That's a classic first date. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel it went really well. Really? That's a successful date, actually. That's like the success route. So Is it really? You won. <laughs> I win at dating. I'm Look at so that. proud. I'm the best at dating. <laughs> I'm really glad. You've got to, oh, got to no. keep your options open, though. You know, you've got to see all the other cats, cats first. You know, yeah. do a little bit of dating, USA style. You know, yeah. date like six cats at the same time. Work out who's your favourite, or are you a one cat girl? <laughs> I think I, I genuinely think that Fluffy Butt has, has <laughs> stolen my heart. I really, I really feel it. I really feel it. It's, it's, yeah. No, the, the game is so funny. The writing in it is so, so funny. It's, it's, it's incredible. Um, what kind of timeline are we on for this at the moment? So we said this winter, which is what we're aiming for. I mean, okay. it was a bit nippy this morning. Are you sure yeah. it's not like... It's not winter just yet, <laughs> no, but it's coming. It's <laughs> good stuff. So you, you bring some inspiration from other uh, graphic, no- graphic novels? No, not quite <laughs> the same thing at all. Visual novels. They're all together a lot more similar. Yeah. Um, so like, what other ones have you played? Because I, I played Hatful Boyfriend and uh, did loads of silly voices for it and, and made myself laugh, if no one else. <laughs> so, like, what other ones that did you pull on? Because I feel this is very tongue-in-cheek. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, it's quite obviously quite tongue-in-cheek, I suppose. <laughs> and Hatful Boyfriend was as well. So, like, is, is there other ones in that ilk well, that you went through? Like, uh, another game that sort of really inspired it was Undertale, which we played, like, right uh-huh. before we started working on this one. And it's just, we really liked that there was sort of there was a lot more underneath what you thought you were getting into, so that's something that we tried to carry into this game as well. Definitely. Okay, so a really involved experience then, once you start dating these guys. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I, I, uh, <laughs> start in the games industry, they said. Cover games, they said. It's going to be fun, they said. Dating cats, no, yeah, no, it does, it does work. I, I'll be honest, it really, really does work. I, 
And, and my favorite part is that you kind of, like, at least with the demo, throw yourself in there in a cat onesie yeah. <laughs> as an actual character to guide you through. It's the most wonderful thing. So this is, this is playable now on the show floor this week? Yeah, yeah, we've got a booth with two computers. People can have a go, give yeah. their feedback. Yeah. Is, it, is it so uh, they can do one of two things? Yeah, They can either play the, the little intro bit with the narrative and you get used to what's going on yeah. and then do the date. Or if you want to just date a cat, you can just... just jump straight <laughs> to the date. Yeah, just yeah. jump straight in and date a cat. <laughs> Yeah. Does that work with cats? In the can you just go straight to the date? Do they in need a demo? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not in real life. No. <laughs> I mean, I've not spent much time researching personally, but you know. Yeah. I feel like this now needs to come with a warning. <laughs> like, please do not grab and date cats. Like, please not. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> please don't. Please, oh, please, please don't do that. Please don't try don't. this at home. Um, it's based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> That's really worrying. <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah. So we're at a convention. Um, no. Yes? Oh, well. Good. I'm glad you know where you are. Uh, we're at a convention. We're content creators. We're always looking for the next game to play. We're always looking for, you know, which, which game comes next, what our viewers going to love, um, what are we going to fall in love with on the show floor. But for you guys, it's a little bit different because we're, we're coming to you sort of going, we're, we're content creators, we love this, what's the next step? What are you guys looking for? Because I feel like we should give some advice while we're here. Yeah, because well, you say like we're coming to you to look for the next thing to play and we're asking you questions, or in your case, it's typically coming to you going, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm. In my experience, that's exactly how you. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, not, it's very not effective. Ashamed. It's very not, effective. Yeah, not ashamed. Yeah. I woke up. Got you guys here. Yeah. <laughs> and that vaguely works. Um, but yeah, what are, what are you guys looking for from content creators? You know, um, when you're looking for partnerships to develop, what can content creators do to come to you and, and work with you guys in the, in the future? Um, let's, let's throw some advice out there if we can, I think. Yeah, I mean, so, so one thing is uh, people that play really similar games to the ones that we're making, that really sort of sells us. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I mean, I think uh, personally for me, I will always look at the channel or the stream of anybody that approaches me, and I, I, you know, I, will, I will look and see if they're making stuff, which, you know, because sometimes, you know, it's, I don't mind like a copy-paste email um, as long as it's true. So if it's like, you know, I love your game, I'm always streaming those sorts of type of games, and I look and it's like, there's no game content at all, or mm -hmm. it's just very sort of different sort of stuff. For me, that's a bit of a red flag, because us as developers, we get asked for keys a lot, and you know, there's a good percentage of people who are just trying to pull a fast one and just want to try and get a free key. Um, and, and so, you know, that's a real red flag for us. If, if, if it looks like that they don't cover similar games, then possibly they're just sending basically an email to every developer, email they can get hold of, um, get all the keys and just cover the ones they want. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's so for, so yeah, things like so keeping good. VODs, um, making highlights of relevant content, that sort of thing helps you guys? Definitely. I mean, even if um, Twitch is your main um, thing, um, having VODs at, or, or maybe a YouTube channel which you also post to, e you know, even if it's all streamed content, is actually really nice for us to be able to see the backlog and see if it's, it's similar stuff. The other thing I look for is, is just regular 
uh, uploads, you know, regular content. Um, because I, I, I do get approached quite regularly by people who have built up a bit of a following but haven't actually posted anything for six months. Yeah. And, and, you know, to be honest, I'm, again, red flag. I, I just think it's quite unlikely they're actually going to cover it. You know, if you do need to take a break, no worries. But maybe do a bit of content before you start asking for keys again. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, that's all about keys. It sounds a little bit kind of, um, I don't know, black and white and a bit businessy. But what I would also say is, I'm really looking to like, uh, work with streamers um, and YouTubers, content creators on a long term. I love it when I can build up a bit of a relationship. I love it when we can work together and do interesting things, you know, um, maybe kind of, uh, I'd be open to like make doing like custom content and stuff like that, oh. like that, to work with certain things to make like, because if you can make something that's really interesting, it's, it works for both of us, you know what I mean? Um, so that's the other thing, it's just like, put the effort in and, and kind of have a bit of a conversation and, and see uh, if you can work towards something in the long term and not just like kind of throw away stuff. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you come to these conventions, then have a business card and be able to follow that up with VODs, you know, highlights, um, vodcasts, be running constant, you know, content, that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's to, to start the, to start the to relationship. To start the process. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm meeting me at a show perfect but I'm happy to just to receive an email as well that seriously for me is just as good and um, yeah just just link to the channel say a little bit about yourself and say why you know in particular you'd like to cover this particular game okay know. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can I just yeah. call something before we go any further? Like the, the ongoing relationships thing. Can I just call right now? Like I'm going to say this that there will be a tiny pixels themed staff member or visitor come. I, I, I can just see it. It's, gonna, it's going to occur, isn't it? You're going to have a little chat in about 10 minutes' time. Probably. That's going to be it. Well, I'm waiting for you to, I'm waiting for you to realize that you need education officers. Ah, oh, okay. And you need, you need education staff. And you want to be one of those people? Well, that's what, I, that's what I used to work at. I used to be one of those really annoying people that walks up to you and goes, hi, did you know so-and-so? And, and like, talks to you endlessly and interrupts your aquarium experience. I used to be one of those people. Yeah. Um, and they're really important. Well, so, if, yeah. if anybody spots uh, one of those people with blue hair, they might know <laughs> what's go. going on. Can I ask, will it also be in that exact tone of voice as well? Hi. Hi. I like it. Hi there. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, Cause, no, no. Because no, no. now we're back to dating fish instead of cats, and oh, that, was, that sounded a bit, yeah. a bit of a come on to the fish. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's, 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 not, <laughs> let's, let's not go that way. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, so it's all about starting these relationships and, and things like that so for us you know making sure that you are presented having your business cards that sort of thing is, is always important mm -hmm. um yeah. put your email on your twitter that all yeah, that kind of very helpful all that kind of good stuff um what what can people do to to sort of make sure that that they start up a, a relationship with you i was just say the same thing like get your email address on your twitch on your youtube and your twitter because so many people sort of ask for keys and then their email address doesn't match up or it's not on their pages and we get so many sort of like fake requests from people asking keys that aren't actually the influencers that say they are so if you can sort of appear authentic and actually like some people don't even mention the name of the game that they're asking a key for so just sort of show an interest kind of Put a bit of yourself into the email because yeah, it's those relationships that really like we try to build as well. Like in, in our game, we've got a few YouTubers cats in there as well. So like first from talking to them and kind of building that relationship, mm -hmm. and then we're not just interested in talking to like that the most subscribed or the most followed Twitch people. It's like we want to grow with the influencers as well. So like even if you've got a small channel or you're just starting out, like start that conversation and just kind of be authentic and be yourself. 
I think that's an important point, though, because a lot of people, um, a lot of people worry because they're not big enough, or they're not yeah. this person, or they're not that person. They're not. Um, I always think it's worth starting that conversation, regardless. Definitely. It's always worth putting forward your personality, because I mean, our personalities are what separate us from everybody else, right? You know, yeah. if everybody's playing Skyrim, the only thing that makes the difference is is you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bringing personality forward and things like that is, is always super, super important. Absolutely, and I think the other part of it for me as well is just remembering, like, if you're coming to one of these conventions and I'm coming up to talk to one of you guys, uh, I mean, I'm going to just make a, a prejudgment here. I don't know you guys 100% well, but I'm going to assume that you are human to, to at least some degree. Like 50, 50. 50, 50. I mean, that's close enough, right, for me to just be able to have a normal conversation with you. You're not like a... Even if you're going to like the AAA companies as well, like you know, your Bethesda's, your EA's, your Ubisoft, and so forth, you guys that are there as a community manager or as an independent developer or whatever it is that you are, you're still people. You're still someone that goes down the pub and has a drink with their friends and you know likes to play multiplayer sessions at home and probably is super passionate about the games that they're representing. All you need to do is say hi and talk about the things that you're interested in and you know, start a genuine conversation like you would with someone that you're just starting to talk to off to the side. And that's going to come across a lot better and you're going to build a much stronger bond with that person, a much stronger relationship with them to be able to start you know, having some back and forth than if I was going, hello, Mr. EA, I, 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 I love GAMS. They're, they're very good and I, I would like more, please. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so much more compelling to actually have a conversation about something you're interested in. 100%, and, and, and I'll add to that, like, um, echoing uh, what Oliver was saying about the size of the channels not mattering, like, don't, don't try to appear bigger or different to how you are. Just, just be completely honest. Say, say, if you're just starting out, say you're just starting out. That's cool. Like, we'll appreciate that honesty and authenticity. Um, and, yeah, so don't, don't kind of try to seem like some corporate big shot or something like that you know and certainly for me that doesn't you know, i don't i don't mind if that is who the person is but if they're not then don't pretend to be yeah absolutely i mean you need to be realistic like the the way that i have always viewed it is like you, you've got your huge influencers out there with like thousands and thousands millions of people that, that come and watch them but regardless if i've got 100 people that are aware of my content and maybe 10 of those people watch me and then I'm playing something that's relevant to those 10 people. They, they have got a vested interest in this type of game. They absolutely love their, their uh, like tycoon-style games or their, their dating sim visual <laughs> novel type, type Cats. Niche. You love cats. Yeah. All 10 of them. Like, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> cats alone is enough for the sale, right? Right. Um, but, you know, those 10 people are deeply invested in that type of game. I would have the ability to show those people that, that content. And that they would be able to go, well, well damn, like, this, is, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And then that, that's provided a service to you guys. You, that, that's given you the promotion that you were looking for. Everybody wins, yeah. I, I mean, I think it, what it comes down to is it's actually a very similar um, thing in both directions. I think I've been to a load of, I've listened to content creators say what they're looking for from developers trying to get in touch with their game, you know. And it's always the same thing. It's like, show, like, don't just send it to every single content creator. Go uh, research them. Make sure that they're into the style of game that you created. You know, if it's happening the other way around, um, and it's just the exact same thing in reverse. Basically, research what game the developers made, and uh, you know, show that that's the sort of game you love to play on your channel. 
So passion is important to you then, when you're looking at, at these content creators and things, it, it's important that we put our passion first? Yeah, well, I think it's just like what, what Sam just said, um, make the right fit is probably more important than the volume, like the, the numbers. Like it, I'd much rather have someone who's really into their tycoon games and their audience is really into tycoon games than necessarily just someone with loads and loads of subscribers, but they just do first-person shooters because their viewers aren't going to want to play tycoon, watch tycoon games, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, you don't want anyone shooting your fish. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, yeah, I, look, you, you should be used to this by now. Yeah, yeah you've brought the podcast to the stage, and that's, that's wonderful. Like, you're, 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 bringing, yeah, you're bringing six out of ten down to a five out of ten. Where's, where's the name come from? Sorry, people will have heard this so many times. I no, no? It, it's, um, we, were, we were trying to think of a name that hadn't been done before, and we couldn't think of anything. And we were talking about Breath of the Wild at the time. Mm -hmm. we, were, we were talking about... Uh, Breath of the Wild review scores because they were quite controversial at the time. Yeah. And um, I went on to Metacritic and I read a review that basically read, everything is bad, um, but it has horses. Six out of ten. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add horses to my game now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's at least a six out of ten. There you go. You, you've only got up to go from there. But no, we were, we were talking about, you know, what, what makes review scores good or bad and like what, what would... And you know, we were looking to make a show where we were talking about games a lot um, because, again, you know, that this is what we're passionate about. Um, and we were going, well, how do we make it a good podcast? And in the back of my head, it went, put horses in it. <laughs> Six out of ten. Six out of ten. <laughs> Not bad. Um, so it, yeah, it just it just all kind of came from there, and I. I and, and also the other side of it is like true review scores, because like my, my enormous bugbear is the games that are just consistently eight to ten out of ten when they're okay. Like it, the review will literally say it was okay, nine out of ten. Yeah, the one that, the, the one that always makes me laugh is perfect, nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't quite line up, you know. Yeah. And and that's always been my thing. Like I I I get viewed as like reviewing games very harshly, but I feel I just review them realistically. If I think it's okay, it's closer to a five than an eight. Like that's no. just okay. Is helpful. a seven? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I'm sure you've probably Slightly. seen that picture, like the scales, where it's just like the little green bits right at the end for between eight and ten. And realistically, it should be from about six to ten. That is a good game. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind yeah, of no, the that, line that's that where have. it comes from. Yeah, it it's, makes complete it's, sense. Yeah. So, have you guys managed to have a look around the floor at all yet? Have you guys managed to have a look at any games or anything yet? Or have you been working super hard, the pair of you? I haven't left our stand really. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with all like the indie games is the people on the stand are usually the ones that have made the game. So yeah, yeah. Is there, sort of is there anything nearby that you'd recommend that people go take a look at? Uh, I've seen loads of stuff that looks really good and I really want to play. Just need the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, there's um, apparently there's a game about herding cows. I, I, I saw that on the site and I've yet to see it. It's, uh, it's over in the Rest area, I yeah, think the yeah. Rest uh, West area somewhere. It's close to us, so um, for some reason I'm drawn to that. I heard, well, herding cows, cows looking cats, after fish. fish. I don't know, just yeah. animals. Yeah. The animal Featuring collective over there. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps this is the theme of this EGX, yeah. is, is animal-based... <laughs> Get, I, I don't know Maybe. anymore. Quite possibly. Yeah, very, very possibly. Um, what have you, because you were here yesterday. I was. Um, what do you recommend I take a look at today? Well, there's one that uh, I, I don't think they're here for the entire show, so I've yet to have a play around with it. And there's a game called Homo Machina, 
and it looks stunning. Like it's, it's this like really um, old style anatomical drawings, and like I really wanted to talk about it on on the show properly today, but um, like I haven't had a chance to actually play through it myself. So it's like I don't really want to talk about it, but I can't. Um, like it's a mobile game, and it's just like a puzzler game. But the, the art on it is absolutely stunning. So is it proper sort of um, classical uh, anatomical drawings mm -hmm. um, in, in colour? Yeah, all, all, all in full colour, but it's, it's a specific artist whose name uh, escapes me at the moment uh, that drew like countless numbers of these anatomical drawings uh, way back when, and they're just absolutely glorious. Oh, that and, sounds amazing. And wonderful, and I'm, I'm just like yearning. Like, hopefully they'll be here tomorrow so I can actually go and swipe and... Yeah, no, the things. Now, that's international language Fair. for playing a game on an yeah. iPad, by the way, yeah. just so you know. Yep. Just so you're well aware. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything here that you have thought about that you desperately want to take a look at other than the herding cows? Oh. <laughs> Once you get some time. I, I definitely need to, to, to do some more loops. I mean, I generally would just say that, like, gosh, there's so much great stuff. I, I walk around and I'm, like, jealous of, like, so much beautiful artwork and all this sort of stuff, you know. The quality of games just... I just, I don't know, every year, they're, yeah. just, they're just so good. There's so much great stuff. Um, normally it gets a bit, um, I normally get a bit more free time towards the end of the show because uh, like, I'm a little bit less panicky about like, showing people <laughs> stuff. So I, I normally play a few more games on the Saturday and Sunday, even though the Saturday is probably the busiest day. <laughs> it's just how it goes. Yeah. What about you? Is there anything here that you, you know that you're sort of like, looking to play uh, this it weekend? Was a new Super Meat Boy game. I want to go check that out. Definitely. Yeah. Super Meat Boy Forever, they're saying that um, the game does more with two buttons uh, than most games have with eight in the last nice. X amount <laughs> of years. Sweet and line. I like that. Yeah, yeah um, I, I'm not very good at Meat Boy, but I very much appreciate it. I think that's probably the best way to, to say that I get salty, and but I still go back and play it. Just, just a bit of wild screaming and it's all fine, right? Yeah, middle up noises oh, in the background. It's not a problem. Uh, but yeah, no, that, that looks really good. And they're showing that off on the Switch, aren't they? I think so, yeah. So we've dispensed some advice, which I've, I feel was probably quite you know, useful. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I'd like to hope so. Uh, we've talked <laughs> about some of the games that we've seen on the show floor, but I kind of have a bit of a yearning, or maybe a yarning, to play oh, no. a bit of Perfect Date. Does that sound like a good idea to you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's, uh, let's take a short break and then let's play some. That's good. Right, we'll catch you guys back in a bit. Hello, I'm Nitonator and this is my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Nitonator. I first started streaming on Twitch in mid-2015 which was, uh, it was just as a hobby and then I started taking things a little bit more seriously in May of 2016 when I finished my game design degree and I decided to become a full-time streamer, mainly playing RuneScape for a living. I wanted to become a Twitch partner because I like a challenge and I wanted the freedom to unapologetically kill goblins for a living. The feeling I got when I was partnered was euphoric. It was beautiful, it was beautiful! Somehow the dream was becoming a reality and I can make of it what I wanted. Without a doubt, the best thing about streaming is the community, and I know that I'm biased, but my one is absolutely phenomenal. My channel is all about positivity, interactivity, and not taking life too seriously. It's about whisking you away from the mundane and transporting you into a warm and welcoming space where you can laugh at me being an idiot. 
So if you like watching a shameless weirdo serenading you with pirate metal and dying continuously, then come and check out my uh, come check out my snazzy stream. He's so close to being dead. Well, hello, we're back and we're just about to get ourselves started with some perfect date because we just couldn't resist. No. It was, it was, to be honest, it was a flirtation coming from you uh, talking about your aquarium experiences. <laughs> I think, you know, it was just immediately drawn to you that you need to date something before oh. we leave. <laughs> this is, this I said it horrible, didn't I? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> in a game sense, in a very yeah, nice, no, 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 let's support the game kind of way. That's absolutely, <laughs> that's absolutely fine. That's, I am happy to date a cat live on the internet. <laughs> Um, Please do. Apparently, <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a group date. We yeah, I feel. Like, yeah, no, we're, we're having a group date. Um, so I think we're just gonna we're just gonna jump in and uh, we're just gonna uh, date a cat straight off the bat. Now, from what I remember, um, we have five cats to choose from. Now we've dated two of them. Yes, we have. We, we've covered those in our personal experience. I tell you what, you can be Scylla Black because obviously you've got all the knowledge, right? Oh. So you can be, you know, just chatting surprise, surprise, and and, and such. And advising us on who to date. I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll let me let me go and get a, a date started. Uh, but this is this is you two, right? The yeah. It's me and Ruby. Uh, Ruby wrote all of the game, and I've been coding it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just it's just absolutely adorable with the with the little team in the background. Yeah. Absolutely right. adorable. I love it. Is it the cat cave? It's the dev cave we've been calling uh, it. Uh, cat cave is pretty good. My bum uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do the date only, um, and we're gonna we get five cats to choose from. So I dated Fluffy Butt um, when I got Fluffy to play. Butt. Oh, Fluffy Butt, <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Um, let's let's go for just a random name. I think let's see what random names we have in here. Um, oh, there was Bob. There was Bob in there. I feel like we should have been called Bob. Audrey, come on. You want to be called Audrey? I want to be called Audrey. Okay, so Audrey Audrey is a blonde. Yes, of course. Because she is, and and she's wearing a lovely pink shirt. Absolutely gorgeous. Is that a, like a doctor's coat? Yes, yes. You're, a, you're a researcher. Research, yeah. Oh. yeah. So, Floofy Butt, I dated, so I think Floofy Butt is, should, should be out. Um, Floofy Butt took me on a, um, like a, a surgery slash picnic <laughs> kind of date. Yeah, it's a good um, first date, definitely. Yeah, I think I did well. Um, you've dated Kibbles. I have. I honestly want to date Snooty Booty just for the name. <laughs> I, oh, just, no. just, just for the name alone. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm drawn to Trixie. You're drawn to Trixie? Do you want to know a little bit about the three of them? Yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah, so McMurphy is a bit of an alcoholic. He's Irish. Yeah. And then Trixie is sort of like, uh, she's a bit of a hippie. She likes sort of flowers and kind of hippie stuff. Snooty Booty is really sort of um, obsessed with her appearance. She likes like manicures and pedicures, things like that. All right. So I think... It's left to you to choose because oh. we've we've already had a choice. We, we've, yeah, we've already been on a date, so I think I think this should be your fault. We don't want to let you left out. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to say that it's your fault. Okay. I'm going to use that specifically. <laughs> who is it? I'm, that, I'm that silently you? judging you as well. Who you <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else. Yeah. I'm drawn to McMurphy because because I kind of you know I want to fix him. You know, oh, okay. but, oh, okay. but I don't know. 
that that hippie cat thing. You know, mm. I gotta get me some of that. We're gonna go Trixie. You gonna go Trixie? Yeah. We're gonna go Trixie. Stick. All right. Okay. I'm gonna stick. Oh, look, look, look Trixie's so happy. So happy. <laughs> look you did this. I feel good about it. <laughs> you know when you play drawful and it's mm-hmm. your turn and everybody's guessing your drawing <laughs> and so it sorry. says. This is your fault. Yeah. Like, this, is, yeah. this, is, this is what this is. <laughs> to be fair, I always deeply apologise when it comes to that round as well. Because I'm just like, look, I tried. It was supposed to look Every, vaguely like does. a person. I, 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 I yeah. can't. Everybody does. So, uh, do you want to do us the honours? What, what of, 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 re, of the narration? Yes, absolutely. Your best internet I, I'm, reading voice, I'm, if you would. My yeah. best internet reading? I'm going to read the internet. I can hear a strange tap-tapping sound, and it's grinding on my brain until I have to go investigate. What the hell is this voice? <laughs> I like I it. I don't oh, know. It's, it's like story time. time. We're rolling with it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone gather around the fire. Granddad Sam's going to tell you a story. <laughs> I've been tagging cats all morning, and the sun is high in the clear blue sky now. So it's time to take a break, and I decide to follow the sound. Can I just point out that this is in the first person, so this is Audrey, our... Character, <laughs> this is the voice, voice in her head. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. She, like, she, she's had this throat infection. Uh, this throat infection for about six months. <laughs> no she, 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 she's she's suffering. Yeah. I make my way further along the beach to inspect the rocks and cliffs that run around the perimeter of the island. Tab tab tab. <laughs> Is, is this how you envision your game? Being done? Uh, I'm just wondering if you're available for voiceover work. Uh, like, Any time, you just yeah. hit me up. You know, we'll talk about it afterwards. Oh <laughs> no, that's a sinking ship, bloody hell. Uh, it, it's hard to tell if it's getting louder or, or if I'm just getting more consumed by it. Suddenly, the tapping stops, and I hear a new sound altogether. It's a strange gurgling, like the sounds of a babbling brook that runs through the deep forest. But I wouldn't be able to hear that all the way from the beach. I stand still and strain my ears, listening intently. There it is again. A short eruption of burbles. I look around suspiciously and notice a barely concealed opening in the contours of the rock face and feel compelled towards it. Oh, we're going to the cat cave. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm so glad you understood my <laughs> As I get closer, the gurgling shapes, shapes into gleeful giggles. Um, hello? I'm waiting for Audrey's voice. <laughs> of course. Uh, in a monologue, it's actually a completely different voice. She is possessed by some kind of demon. Oh, no. I'm just adding extra, le- like, feel free to take any of this for a 20% cut and add it. Take it more. Yeah. <laughs> I wait at the mouth of the cave, feeling like an intruder, but also I've been lured here. Am I disturbing you? No, I, I do think that... This Pip, is Pip. Be yeah. This is voice. Pip. Trixie. Coleman! <laughs> I'm Trixie. It's you. I can hear you laughing all the way up, uh, from way up the beach. What are you doing here? You're a long way off base. I could ask you the very same thing, Coleman, but I won't, because I know why you're here. You were drawn to me. I knew you would come sooner or later. I made it nice for your visit. Did oh, you, wow. Did you manage to fit a mew into the start of one of the words there? Because that was... Phenomenal. <laughs> Again, feel free to, you know. Yeah. I'm taking all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentally taking notes right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, I. Well, go on in, Umi. Was that Umi? Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. And she disappeared into the darkness of the cave. I'm now super concerned. This is doing oh, you a concern. Oh, no, this is wonderful. 
I squeeze myself in after her, and as my eyes adjust to the gloom, at the same time I'm taken aback by the light. We're in a small cavern, which should be pitch black, except it's not. There's a light source that my brain can't quite understand immediately. The rocks, or specifically certain rocks, are radiating with a warm gold-pink glow, which gives the tiny cave an odd quality, almost like a trendy nightclub. Take a piece of space and make yourself a home, homie. I sit where I've been standing. There's not much room here, and I start to take in my surroundings. Wow, Trixie, this is fantastic. <laughs> it's going to sound more infused if I tried, no. could I? I was... Oh. I might need a little lay down after that piece of fantastic acting. <laughs> all around us are different types of rocks, stones, and crystals. All different colors, sizes, and shapes. Piles of, uh, piles of stuff in all corners, like a miniature Aladdin's cave. What exactly is this place, Trix? It's my pad. It's where I do my thing. We all need our thing, don't we? Yes, I suppose, but what exactly is your thing? Minerals. I collect them. It's more than collecting them, though. I embrace them. You hug them? <laughs> I was going to narrate. <laughs> Sorry. No, that was no I, I appreciate yeah. it. Yes, I do. But that's not what I meant. I connect with them and I allow their properties to become a part of me. We combine our energies. Fusion. Uh, um, uh, I'm not sure I quite understand. Look, it's easier if I show you. A small hat begins nudging and pouring at some of the stones until she has lined them up in front of me. Here's my island family. Meet the Grand Dame. <laughs> <laughs> I am not saying a thing. She, <laughs> she indicates a long, slender pink stone, quite smooth and elegant. Feel her. <laughs> I run my fingers over the shiny cold surface. Remind you of anyone? <laughs> a smile breaks out over my face and Trixie begins to giggle. Yeah, you got it. Only don't ever tell Snooty that I'm calling a grandma. Here, how about this guy? I'm now presented with a large squat chunk of rock semi-covered with a kind of moss that gives it the appearance of having fur. As I turn it, the light picks up the colour and I can see a warm, rich amber tone, almost like marmalade. It makes me laugh out loud. I'm laughing at a rock! <laughs> that really is uncanny. The major in rock form. Mineral, actually. But yes, Gramps has all the qualities uh, to lead my little family. I've already moved on to the next stone, and the resemblance is striking. It's a dirty green stone that fits very comfortably into the palm of my hand. It hasn't been cleaned or polished, but punished? No, certainly not. Polished, like snooty booty, so it's a bit murky looking. But there are small patches that have been rubbed clean from handling. They're breathtaking emerald, catching light so that the green sparkles refracting and dancing around the cave. It's beautiful. Yeah, Naughty Uncle McMurphy can be like that, don't you find? Oh, he certainly can. The charm is very beguiling. So, who's missing? No one. What about Kibbles? See, Kibbles, my boy. 
Your boy. Your, your animal friend. <laughs> Take a closer look, homie. I strain my eyes in a gloomy light and see a flat, jagged piece of stone next to Floofy Bud, and then I get it. It's like his pebble. He is a pebble. I'm cool. Kibble's a pebble. <laughs> I've, got Savage, yeah. I've got time for kibbles. <laughs> you gave me a manga magazine. It was great. It was in mint condition and everything. I was so happy. We both laugh. It really does seem to capture kibbles, but it's hard to say why. It's the energy. Everyone, everything has an energy, and we're all connected by it. <clears throat> Allow me to demonstrate. Take my paw and close your eyes. That's a dangerous instruction, don't do it. I was going <laughs> to say, this is going to be a lot more difficult if I do kind of... No, let's not. I do as instructed and hold the tiny paw in my hand, being as gentle as possible because, uh, because my fingers suddenly seem fat and clumsy by comparison. What do you feel? It is warm and fragile, and I almost feel like giggling. I'm a bit tipsy, really. <laughs> Where did that voice come from? I'm not sure. Apparently I come from the north now, who knew? Okay, now keep your eyes closed and hold my other paw in your other hand. When I have both her paws, the feeling is intensified and I begin giggling out loud, despite myself. And I'm overcome with a lovely, delicious feeling of joy. Open your eyes. I look down and see that I'm only holding one of Trix's paws. In the other hand is a small clay crystal, completely smooth. Oh, wow, but how? It felt just like a paw, warm and furry. I know. No? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. You were feeling the energy. This is me. Trixie indicates to the crystal. Was you not going to indicate? Oh, I'm sorry. Roll play for me, come on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh my goodness, Trix, this is so cool. Thank you for letting me meet you all. I notice her face change. She looks as though she's been hurt. Oh, Trixie, what is it? Are you okay? This isn't all of us. What? There's someone else in my island family, but we don't talk about her anymore. Oh? She was the coolest auntie ever, but she's not with us anymore. Oh, Trix, did she pass away? No such luck. She's being kept alive. This took a dark turn. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you could have warned her. She sat right there. I told you there was a dark side to it. Trixie nudges a small black piece of stone towards me. I pick it up and look at it closely. There's thousands of specks of glitter running through it, giving it an incandescence. It looks like the night sky. Yes. I close my eyes instinctively and I'm immediately overwhelmed by the most intense sadness and despair. It feels as though the, all the pain in the world is captured in this little black gem. Gosh, Trixie, what on earth happened to her? I can't tell you that. Not yet, anyway. She's taken the stone and hidden it before I even realize it's gone. And suddenly her mood has changed completely again. We need to get you one too, Humi. You need to be mineralized. I would be honored, Miss Trixie. <laughs> <laughs> But right now, I must get back to base with this morning's results. See, smooth exit from a date every time. 
Just yeah, just, just. I've got a bus to catch. Yeah, I've got, you know, I've got research to do. Like, I have this little button machine, and we need to do the button thing. Like, I'm really sorry. It's kind of like getting a friend to, like, call you. Yeah, that's it. Oh, the hospital. Oh, no. Both legs. Yeah. Yeah. So there we have it. That's it. There we have it. I... I still, I still feel very strongly about this game. I still feel like <laughs> there's something here. This game is ridiculous. Yeah, it's just there. <laughs> and I, I do, I love it. Like, wholeheartedly, I love it. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness, thank you so much for letting us play that. No worries, thank but, you for okay. playing it. How was Trixie? Well, Trixie, you're a little kind bit of mysterious, still? you yeah. know? Um, and she's obviously got some, some, some darkness in her past, you know? unearth that. Were you expecting her to be so much of a rock chick? No, I thought she was going to be kind of more like, like, like peace and love, man, you know what I mean? But she's got this different vibe, interesting, yeah. Layers, like an onion. Right, like a mineral, like a sedimentary rock. There you go. Nothing. So I think I got that wrong. A sedimentary onion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never say stuff that's like pseudoscientific. Live because like you get <laughs> there is so you get told you're wrong. Yeah, the chart now is just like sleepy. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Wikipedia copy pasting. Every, every yeah. geologist, yeah. every Twitch viewer right. is now a geologist and is, yeah. is posting in the chat how wrong you are. Sorry guys, sorry. Reminder: it's at twice circled on Twitter to send <laughs> geology facts <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and abuse. <laughs> so I think we're about finished here for today. Like we're, we, all that really remains is for us to talk about where we can find you guys because. Don't worry about us. We're just here. We're just props, basically. But uh, we want to know where we can find more about your guys' games, uh, previous games that you've done, where we can fling nice things and certainly not insults and rock facts uh, <laughs> at you and uh, keep up with you. So if we go to you first, Mr. Tim, uh, where can we find you online and uh, where can we find your games, release dates and all that sort of jazz? Cool. So... Um I'm on Twitter, at TwiceCircled. Um, you can find my last game, Big Pharma. If you're into your tycoon games and you can't wait for Mega Aquarium, then um, search for that. So Big Pharma with a PH. It does not translate well over audio because it sounds like it's about agriculture. Um, big, but big Pharmaceutical without the right, suitable. with the suitable, right. Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> and it's available on Steam, so you can go and check that out if you want. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're really interested in following uh, Mega Aquarium, then there is like a newsletter and stuff like that, which, and you can all just find via the website. Super easy. And, and uh, you also run a vlog across on YouTube, right? Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I it the other day. I have a YouTube channel, and I just do development vlogs. I talk um, about game development as well as the game itself. So if you are an aspiring developer, or you're just interested in the making of games as well as playing them, then yeah, you know, come on by, see if you like my stuff. And that's also like twice circled. You can you can find that by search of it just my name or twice circled on Google. It comes up. It's easy to find. Like what makes up facts about rocks? Again, find you anywhere online. You yeah, you can send. You can comment on the YouTube. You can tweet me. You can email me. I'm happy to receive all of the facts. <laughs> Teach me. Um, I really hope. It, I really hope you get off stage and your phone is blown. Yeah. Up. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> And uh, Oliver as well, uh, where can we find you online, the other stuff that you've worked on, all of the lovely bits and pieces around that? Cool, so my Twitter is at OliverAge24. I've got a YouTube channel where I do drawing tutorials, funnily enough. 
And also, you can find the game on at Perfect Date. Uh, it's got its own website, which is perfectdate.co.uk. It's on Instagram, it's on Steam, so you can wishlist it. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Um, and, and that's perfect as in per cat. Yeah, uh, so two R's. Just, R's, yeah. just uh, to be aware. Um, Pip. People yep. need to know more about you, so face words at the camera. Not really. So my name's Tiny Pixels, um, with two X's because I can't spell. Um, yeah, everybody calls me Pip. I'm perfectly happy to be called Pip. That's absolutely fine. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash Tiny Pixels. Um, I do variety gaming. Um, I play just about anything. You know, whatever we can get our hands on. Usually not the same game two days in a row because I can't concentrate on anything ever. Um, but it's usually a good time because we chat nonsense and yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's pretty good stuff. much, pretty much. Uh, I'm just really grateful no one's like had a bit of tin foil just out of shot or anything. You, yeah, you'd, you'd have been lost. Yeah, no, I've, I've focused <laughs> down really well. I feel uh, today. I'm not not normally this kind of yeah. Absolutely. And uh, for myself, uh, you can find me over on twitch.tv slash sensudo. Uh, that's where the 6 out of 10 podcast normally lives. And uh, that's uh, every week on Saturdays at 5. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is at 5. Just uh, too many times over this week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, feel free to spam sellout in the chat for the self-promotion. More than welcome it. Uh, but then coming up next, uh, we've got some Overwatch goodness, as far as I remember. Um, with Valkyr, you need to tell that man that he needs to learn how to eat properly uh, because he once challenged me to a burger eating competition and failed miserably at eating burgers because he didn't. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, that's been us uh, for the 6 out of 10 podcast at AEGX 2017, and we'll catch you guys hopefully next year.